25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to him. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the west right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Well, look at here. Y'all made it to Friday. You made it to another Friday edition of the show. Here in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi, available in all 82 counties with local agents in all 82 counties. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. And here on the show, and uh, when I'm not on the show, on social media and posting and uploading and live streaming, I stay connected to you around the clock because of C Spire. The number one network in Mississippi is C Spire. Check them out at cspire.com. It's Friday. Looking forward to hearing from you today. Always enjoy your feedback. Like I told you yesterday, Chris Brooks, he ain't always right, but, boy, he nailed it when he said, the show, the shows are just better. When y'all text and call and all that kind of stuff, we went through that whole deal yesterday. Just trust me, it's much better. We get to hear from you in lots of different ways. And so the ways that you can be a part of the show, call me, text me, tweet me. Here you go, the Divini Equipment phone line. It's 995-1059. That is a 601 number. 995-1059. Let me hear your voice on the Divini phone. Text me. On the country, please, and text line, it's 885-ESPN. That's a 601 number also. 885-ESPN. Text away. Country, please, and text line. Country, please, and sausage. On grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. I told you I kind of went through this whole journey. At first, the pepper jack and green onion was my favorite flavor. Couldn't get enough of it. Ordered some extra. Then, right after that, I got on, well, I went through a package of maple-flavored country pleasing sausage. Everybody agrees if you can get your hands on that, uh, it's incredible. You won't believe just, like, how it makes your house smell when you cook it. It's fantastic. But then uh, I got on the jalapeno and cheddar for a while. That was my favorite. And now I'm kind of back to the... The original, just the original plain old smoked sausage flavor, uh, the tried and true. You put, you eat it, you'll see what I'm talking about. All right, so uh, text me. We got uh, PRG. I'll get to your text. I do want to raise a couple of ideas. First off, though, tip of the cap and a hidey ho to Beaver. How's your Friday going, Beaver? It's going good. Matt Wyatt, just excited that it's a Friday. Yeah, same here. Yeah, you looking forward to the weekend? Uh, I overheard, otherwise I would not have known this, I overheard you guys on the gridiron, today is National Moonshine Day. Yeah. Did did Chris ever ask you if you've ever tasted any? I don't remember. Chris said a lot of words. A lot of words <laughs> about moonshine today. A lot of words about... 
Well, let me ask you. You ever tasted any beer? I haven't. Okay. I think I have. It's just been a while. Um, you know, many, 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 many moons ago. And, like, not drinking it, but just a taste. And uh, so I heard Louvier's call, and I could absolutely identify with everything Louvier said about it. And I will admit that I didn't taste it, but I took a whiff of some hand sanitizer that we picked up. You know how these distilleries during the COVID stopped making their, you know, whatever it is they were distilling and started making hand sanitizer because people needed it. Well, I got a hold of something. I took a whiff, and it doesn't smell like Germex, okay? It's moonshine. <laughs> All right? That's what it is. And I think, you know, I'm not an expert, but I think if I look at the ingredients on the bottle, I think it backs that up. Okay, so that's one national day. I walked um, into another part of the house here. We're visiting family in Vicksburg. My mother-in-law, Debbie Freeman, had some back surgery she's recovering from, and so we came in and helping out and that kind of thing. And I walked in there a little bit ago, and I told her, I said, Debbie, it is National Moonshine Day. I was going to make the joke and say, you need some? <laughs> I was going to make that joke. She said, Beaver, this is one I can't believe escaped y'all. She said, yeah, well, it's also National Donut Day. Apparently, according to the same calendar that says it's National Moonshine Day, the first Friday in June every year is National Donut Day. Each year on the first Friday in June, people participate in National Donut or Donut Day. It depends on how you spell it. So do you spell Donut D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T, or is it just D-O-N-U-T? D-O-N-U-T. You go with the shortened version, right? That's what I'm going with. Okay. Apparently, uh, this goes back, the origin, according to this, Beaver, the origination of the donut, it goes all the way back to World War I. It, um, the Salvation Army lassies are the women who served donuts to soldiers during World War I. Now, this story is spelling it D-O-U-G-H, because I think that's how it started, right? Because it was made out of dough. In 1917, the original Salvation Army donut was first served by the ladies of the Salvation Army. It was during World War I that the Salvation Army lassies went to the front lines of Europe. Home-cooked foods provided by these brave volunteers were a morale boost to the troops. The donuts were often cooked in oil inside the metal helmets of American soldiers. American infantrymen were then commonly called doughboys. A more standard spelling of the word was donut. How about that? Hashtag National Donut Day. I hadn't seen too much about it. Beaver, another question for you. You a big fan of donuts? I am. I am indeed. Is is there a place there that you frequent, like you drive through, pick up donuts, all that kind of stuff? No, you know, I don't have donuts very often because, I mean, the closest place is Krispy Kreme, and I find Krispy Kreme to be extremely overrated. Hmm, okay. I, I don't really have... Now, the best one that I know of, around me at least, is the Donut Factory in Pearl. It's a staple. Okay. But I live 
way, way, way on the other side of Pearl. I see. I grew so up in the a- wrong section of Pearl. I don't know if there's a right <laughs> section of Pearl. Let's say that first. But I grew up, if there is, I grew up in the wrong section. Everything else, everything good is on the other side for me. <laughs> you're not in the elite donut part of town, is right. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, you go right by that Krispy Kreme on the way to work, don't you? Well, I take the back way. Um, oh, do so I don't okay. I don't see it, but if I wanted to go there, I mean obviously yeah. you know, we can get there in what, five minutes? Five minutes. It's really close. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You know, the donut drive through has changed everything. Or at least I think for a lot of folks. You know, um you're familiar with the the uh Shipley's donuts. Mm-hmm. And we used to have there in Tupelo in my hometown. I guess three, we used to have three locations of those. And I, I guess those same donut producing locations are there. They're just not Shipley's anymore. They changed the name of all of them, and now they're called Scarlet's Donuts. You know, but they the product is exactly the same. And we checked into that. I don't want to tell a lie, talk out of turn. This is just what I've been told, is that the person who had the Shipley's franchises in Tupelo you know, they're rocking along, doing good business, serving Shipley's Donuts. But then the company, because that's a, you know, you're a franchisee, the company, Shipley, was going to change up how the things were being made, how the donuts were being made. Therefore, it was going to change what they tasted and stuff a little bit. That's what we're told. And so the owner says, no, we're going to keep making them like this. We'll just not be Shipley's anymore. We'll just be Scarlet's Donuts. <laughs> so new name, same taste, but they all have drive throughs And there's one literally like a mile from our house at the entrance of our neighborhood. And, yeah, it made it, it it became way, way too easy, in fact, to go get donuts. Today is National Moonshine Day and National Donut Day, all on the same day. Now, my question is, is there anybody out there who's had those two things together? If you have, I want to hear the story. Real quick, top five donuts for me, number one, uh, chocolate iced, number one. Number two would be the original, just plain glazed. Okay, that'd be number two. Number three for me would be, um, oh, this is tough. I don't know. i got to think about it. Hey, are things like apple fritters and bear claws, those aren't donuts, right? Because they don't have a hole in them. Those are other types of tasty treats and pastries but they, i can't put them on a donut list it kind of shows you how vanilla i am you know i got chocolate ice number one i got plain number two and i don't even know how to do three four and five i did see one in the local scarlet's donut place though uh, in a special place on the counter beaver it was donuts covered with some type of maple sugar ice sprinkled with bacon <laughs> Uh, never had those, but I definitely want to try it. <clears throat> okay, so moonshine thoughts, donut thoughts, and now I'm going to get text thoughts on the country pleasing text line. What if we had sausage from country pleasing, a donut, and moonshine all together? We've had them all in the same conversation. PRG uh, started us off. We were talking about the text line, how important it is. He says, Brooks wouldn't be able to do a show without the text line. <laughs> Well, but that's okay, PRG. That's what we're talking about. I mean, without the listeners and your feedback, they're just none of this works. 
You understand? It just it ain't that great without texts like yours picking on Chris Brooks while he is not here to defend himself, saying that he wouldn't be able to do a show without uh, the text line. It's funny to me. Scotty, I agree. Okay, I've had it. Uh, Scotty says on the text line, Matt, you've got to try the pineapple country please it. I have, and I love it. The thing is, I didn't load up on it. Um, I had some of it. I gave it to my father-in-law. This is months ago. On a night, I was spending the night with him here, and we cooked a bunch of it. So I ate some that night, but it's not like I took the package home or had a bunch of it with me to go cook it myself. And you're right. It is really, really good. And, you know, a lot of people kind of get hooked on that country-pleasing pineapple sausage for sure. Now, National Moonshine Day, unnamed texter just texted in and said, White Lightning. That's what it's called, White Lightning, a la the song, right? You've got uh, probably the two most famous songs ever written and performed now, and they've been done by different people, but about moonshine would be number one, uh, Mountain Dew. The old bluegrass song, Mountain Dew, you know, Grandpa Jones and all those guys sang the song Mountain Dew. Everybody's sung the song Mountain Dew. Yeah, well, folks, it ain't about the soft drink, okay? It's about the hard drink, uh, Moonshine, better known as White Lightning. And you say White Lightning, it reminds me of the George Jones song, right? Doesn't he have the Moonshine song and it's called White Lightning? M. Sign today. Okay, thanks. Matt Daddy texted the show right away and said, and sent us a picture. Here is the picture of the sign, the M. Digital sign that has messages on it right over. I-55, when you get into Madison, it says National Donut Day. Do not think about texting and driving. <laughs> Hardy har har. Good one. I like it. <laughs> they try it. Anthony from Tupelo. The blueberry donuts at Scarlet's are great. I agree with that. Put blueberry donuts from at number three on my list. So number one, chocolate ice. Number two, plain glaze. Number three, blueberry also, if you're ever in the Tupelo area, you can go to a place called Connie's Chicken. It's a local favorite. They have good chicken. It's right across from the hospital. But the blueberry donuts at Connie's Chicken are absolutely underrated, and they are famous for a reason in that area. No doubt about it, if you're ever up that way. Uh, Slippery Wind Rhett uh, says, Brooks spends 30% of his show teasing texts he isn't going to read. Then at the end of the show, he grabs the first five texts he sees like a drowning man reaching for a rope. <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, <clears throat> I'm go- I don't have any. Look, Chris has got like five to ten kids, and he's busy right now. But I'm going to screenshot this and send it to him because he's going to laugh his head off when he sees that. A great use of the English language right there, Slippery, when Rhett, as are the song lyrics that you sent me. Mighty, mighty pleasing, Pappy's corn squeezings, whoosh, and then he went, <clears throat> white lightning, right? He hiccuped during the middle of the song. Drug Dog on the Divinity phone, 995-1059. Thanks for calling, Drug Dog. Double E, what's up? Man, you said it was a better show when people called in, so I was listening and wanted to, wanted to help you out and chime in. Uh, Thank about, you. About, Shipley, about Shipley's Donuts, I'm from Greenville, 
Mm-hmm. And the best donut ever is a Shipley's Donut in Greenville with a fresh, cold, small chocolate milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Okay, that starts the weekend out wonderful. And I would, I would say a bear claw is a donut. I was trying to think of mine, but a strawberry field, glazed, uh, chocolate, and a bear claw, and let me tell you what, a donut hole, or a do- the donut holes are very underrated. Oh, absolutely. And, and see, that's another thing. Like, if you're making a list of your top five donuts, Drug Dog, my question is, can I put a bear claw on there, an apple fritter, or even the donut hole, because it's not the round thing with a hole in it. We would just have to make our own rules. But I think you're right. It's, I, I would bet you, Drug Dog, of the top sellers – at any donut store, I would bet you that donut holes are right up there with just plain glazed donuts. Probably is the most the thing that's sold the most. Oh, I would agree. I, I would agree. They're all made of the same ingredients, so I would have to say they're all a donut. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, regardless, you. regardless, regardless if they have a hole or not. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, man, I, I tell you what, I. Yeah, I, I can't go by there very much for, because of my diet. But if mm. I had to drive through Shipley that was one mile from my house, that would be tough, uh, man. Oh, so, my gosh. Man. When they when they put it in, our family, it's like we celebrated and and became a little bit anxious all at the same time because we knew what was coming. I'll be – I'm telling you the truth, Drug Dog. There have been times that I have pulled up to the drive through at Scarlet's Donuts and just gotten – like a diet Dr. Pepper, and, and I drove off. <laughs> I, that's how dependent we have become at times on that drive-through. Oh, hey, let me ask you a question. Uh, just a okay. little bit off the subject is I, I noticed your I watched your your, your uh, podcast and I've seen your pictures. And you said you're in a four-month quest to lose weight. What have, What have you been doing? I, I noticed. I was oh. like, man, he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the update would be. Um, at the beginning of February, I was weighing in right at about 270, and I just decided yeah. that I, I decided I needed to lose 40 pounds. Right? You know, back in the old yeah. college back in the old college days, uh, 20 years ago, I played uh, ball at around 230 to 240. That's just kind of where I am because I'm tall and, and broad, you know. But anyway, uh, I was like, I'm heavy, I'm out of shape, and my doctor told me I had to lose weight. You know, there's some heart issues in my ancestors and in my family. He said, you need to head some of that off. So I just got serious about it. Right at the beginning of February, I said, I'm going to lose 40 pounds. I got an app, Drug Dog, that helps me to count calories. Okay? It put me on, I put it on the plan. I said, you know, I want to lose 40 pounds. It says, okay, you're going to do it by June. If you stick to this, I have a certain calorie limit. I've stuck to it religiously. And added in making sure that I get out and exercise a good bit every day. And, you know, first month I couldn't do much. I was out of shape. Now I'm walking lots of miles per day, not just because I have to, but because I enjoy it. And so um, it is very, very simple. I have not counted, like, fat versus protein versus carbohydrate. I hadn't done any of that, drug dog. All I've done is counted calories total every day and stayed under a certain limit every day and i'm down basically 40 pounds i i think 230 is what i'm trying to get to and i'm weighing right at 232 233 right now and i got about a week left 
Man, that's great. Uh, I tell you what, I was at 236, and I'm 5'9". Uh, I was diagnosed a di- type 2 diabetic, and within three months, I became a non-diabetic, and I've gone from 236 to last Friday, I was at 197. So I'm at 39 pounds down. That's yeah, so I'm awesome. going to get down to one. I'm gonna get down to 185, which was my uh, college my college fighting weight. So, man, hey, congratulations! I'm, I'm you too, man. Same, same C- congratulations to you. And tell me this, just real quick, in a few words: How much better do you feel right now than you did? Uh, it is absolutely amazing. Uh, my wife is buying uh, shorts that are larges instead of extra larges. <laughs> People have come up to me and said, "Man, you look like you're half the person you used to be." I get compliments. Yeah. I could not cut my yard, and I don't have a big yard before without stopping, and now I can do the front and backyard, and I'm walking an average three miles a day on a treadmill with like a three-degree incline. It's amazing. It's changed my yeah. life. I'm not going back. Yeah. Well, that a boy, yeah. drug dog, guys. Uh, congrats you, to you. I yeah, thank it. you. you Appreciate the care. phone Bye. call. And, you know, y'all, his story and many others, um, it's you, you do feel better, especially you know, if you from your weight standpoint, don't freak out about it. But if you do get to a point where it's starting to affect your quality of life, you can't play with your kids, hard, have a hard time getting them down the stairs. You're worried about shaving years off your life. Get after it. You can lose some weight. Anybody can. Jason, Frank, Anthony, Tribe, Louvier, y'all are coming up on the text line. Stay with me. We'll be right back. Back in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. I'm still cracking up at what uh, uh, Slippery Wind Rhett sent us. said, Chris spends 30% of the show teasing texts he isn't going to read. Then at the end of the show, he grabs the first five texts he sees like a drowning man reaching for a rope. (laughs) And you'll be glad to know I sent it <clears throat> to uh, Chris and so that he'd see it. He's laughing his head off just like we are. Oh, Chris, great guy. Glad he's a good sport. If, we, if you can laugh at yourself, you can have a whole lot of fun in life, right? And that's, that's one thing about some of us around here. We, we can laugh at ourselves better than we laugh at other stuff. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that's a good quality. It is. And, and thanks for the humor. As long as it's funny, I don't care. That's the thing. I mean, you could, I mean, you could throw darts at me all day. As long as it's funny, I just want to laugh. That's really just about all I care about. So let's see if there are any laughs over here on the country, please, and text line on National Moonshine Day and on National Donut Day. And we've talked a little sausage over here on the country, please, and text line at eight eight five ESPN. That is a six zero one number, eight eight five ESPN. Frankus Del Tankus. Says Matt, you got to try a grilled blueberry donut out in the left field lounge next year. Come on with that, Frank. Let me have some of it. You're talking, okay? So a grilled blueberry donut. Number one, it's at the ballpark. The ballpark. Number two, 
It's a grilled donut. Well, I've never had a donut cooked on a grill. Hey, grill a donut. Seriously. I mean, I know what the, it has to be somehow, some way fried first, unless it's made out of cake. And I know that some of these blueberry donuts are cake donuts, but that sounds fantastic. You know, and I've got some traveling to do. Um, we've kind of been <clears throat> in the video production world, kind of been shut down a little bit here over the last several months because of COVID. And that's really changing, really starting yesterday. I could see things picking back up. And over the coming weeks, I'm going to be on the road a lot, <clears throat> traveling to several different parts of the state. I'm curious where the best donuts in Mississippi are. You know, we have identified certainly the best donuts in a couple of places, like in in Pearl where Beaver mentioned, and in my hometown of Tupelo, but other places. What about in that Laurel Hattiesburg area? I got to go there some, and you know, if there are any we are missing in the metro, uh, Jackson area, Central Mississippi, y'all, let me know where are the best donuts in Mississippi. I need to start making a list. That's kind of the one item that I'll. I don't, it's not necessarily like cheating on my diet because I count calories. I just add the calories up and count them. I don't care what's in the donut because weight loss is way less complicated than a lot of people want to make it out to be, especially those of us who we get really big, like you get way too big. If you're already in pretty decent shape, maybe it is a little more complicated. But if you're not, it ain't complicated. You just simply have to burn more calories every day than you take in. Fuel in, burn it up. That's basically what it, you got to go to bed empty. Um, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise, to be honest with you. Tribe Dog says, I can't believe y'all haven't mentioned a really good cinnamon roll. Well, that's the thing, though, uh, Tribe Dog. We don't, we came up because it's National Donut Day, and I don't associate cinnamon rolls with donuts. I don't. I know I can get a cinnamon roll at a donut shop, but I don't associate, like initially in my head, those two things don't. Relate. Louvier on the country, please, and text line. My resolution for 2020 was to lose 17 pounds. I got it wrong. Lord, Louvier, I got it wrong. I pulled a Chris on you. I didn't read it right. He says, my resolution for 2020 was to lose 10 pounds. I only have 17 pounds to go. <laughs> it's okay. You, you're backing up to get a running start. That's what you're doing. Uh, True Maroon, you were asking, what is the calories app? It's called Lose It. It's called the Lose It app. It's a little orange uh, icon. It's like an orange scale that you would stand on. And, yeah, I, I think if you use that, you're going to see that you just have to be honest with yourself. Don't cheat. Don't lie. Punch it in there. Uh, you can scan barcodes on anything that has a barcode, and that Lose It app will identify it, and you can punch in the amount. Don't fudge. Be smart about it, um, and and give yourself room. That's what I did too. Is like if let's just say I had a certain food, and I'm punching it into the app, the calories, but I don't know how many grams something is, and I'm having a hard time figuring out just the exact amount I ate. I'd punch in more calories in the app just to give myself some room, make sure I didn't go over. You know, you got to coach yourself, and I think that's probably the hardest part about all of it. Jason in Flagstaff, country please and text line says, I can tell you, listening to another show that doesn't take audience calls anymore and very rarely reads their texts when they used to, the difference is staggering in several ways. Well, and I would say this, Jason, you know, there are 
lots of people that are successful uh, in this business, in sports radio, who uh, some national, who they don't take calls. There's no listener interaction. And maybe that's because the bigger ones have gotten to where they don't need it. Um, they got the audience anyway. They get their interaction on social media. I don't know. That's fine. They can make those decisions. I just don't feel good about it. I think it goes back to what I said yesterday. A lot of experts out there, including one who I was able to mentor under uh, for a little while. Her name is Valerie Geller, and she speaks all over the world about communication, works with radio and broadcast people all over the world. She speaks several languages. She's really sharp, and she's written books, and and she kind of pairs it down and says, you know, people on the radio are either generators or reactors. You know, the generators, they can just, they know what they want to talk about and they show up. They know, and they just do it. Reactors are a little better and a little more interesting when they are reacting to something somebody else said. <laughs> and I think generally I'm kind of just naturally a little bit better of a reactor. And so I enjoy the feedback. I, 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 maybe it's the difference between type A, type B personalities. I, I would rather a lot of times hear the other opinions and thoughts and, and then go from there. Uh, so far, it's a text show on the Country Pleasing text line. Anthony in Tupelo, I, I want to go back to you said I mentioned Connie's in Tupelo, y'all. That's a, you know, it's a, it's a one restaurant. It's not a chain. Connie's Chicken in Tupelo it's right near the hospital, and the chicken's good, the food's good. They have these blueberry donuts that are famous in, in our area. If you're ever up that way, you ought to try it. Anthony and Tupelo said, yeah, and while you're at Connie's, pick up a chicken biscuit with a touch of gravy on it. Yeah, that's another kind of famous item is they have those chicken biscuits with gravy. Make your tongue beat your brains out, no doubt about it. So Anthony, his journey, he said he got up to 409. Anthony said, I got to where I absolutely could not enjoy life. I'm down to 345, and he says, my goal is 220. I feel so much better now. I mean, you think about it. You're 60 pounds lighter uh, than you did at 409. He said, I'm going to feel like a champ by the time I get to 220. You really will. You, you really will. And, Anthony, here's the thing about it. If it, a lot of times it's the perspective of what those extra pounds are doing to you. Okay, I'm not just talking about molecularly, which is hard to say. I'm not talking about that. I, I mean just in terms of the the on your load bearing muscles and joints. I 20 years ago bought a set of dumbbells, not the big rubber ones, but metal. They are 45 pounds each. I've had them for 20 years. And at different times, I've used them a lot. Like right now, I use them every day. You know, I'm doing different upper body exercises with these two dumbbells. They weigh 45 pounds each. Well, you know, I'm going on losing that 45 pounds. I'm right at it about 40 right now. And the other day, it just hit me. I pick one of those up in my right arm, and I feel just how heavy 45 pounds is. I mean, it is heavy. And to think, okay, I had this much weight strapped on to my neck and sitting on my shoulders every single day. Every time I got out of a chair, every time I got out of bed, every time I went upstairs, every time I went downstairs, 
No wonder I felt bad all the time. No wonder my back hurt all the time. No wonder my knees hurt all the time. No wonder I was always moaning and groaning, groaning, just reaching down to pick something off the floor. When you feel how heavy just 45 pounds is, and you're talking about you've already lost 60, and you got 100 more to go. It, the way you will feel, it, um, it will change your life. And so I encourage you to keep at it, man. Don't let anything get in the way and, and just stay focused on it till you get there. And we'll high-five with you. I'd love to you know, keep up and have a report. Jason says that the Laurel Hattiesburg area, I don't know about the best donuts, but you have to go into a wards and get one of those old-time root beers and a frosty mug. It's been the same for at least 35 years at Ward. So you're talking about in Hattiesburg? I'll have to go try that out. I'll be down in that area soon. I'd love to uh, try that out. I appreciate the suggestion. Absolutely appreciate it. All right. So uh, y'all want some sports? Let me know. But keep those suggestions coming. Where are the best donuts in the state? I'm going to travel around. Yeah, I've got to go that uh, Jones County area soon. I'll be over in the Delta soon in the Greenwood area. If y'all know places that somebody ought to go, let me know. Uh, plenty of sports to get to. Come up next, let's do it. 100 teams in 100 days. We've got two teams today, so the kind of the Friday and Saturday version. We are 92 days from September the 5th. So team number 92 on the countdown is coming up next. If you're a college football fan, stick around for that. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me. Back on the show. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Matt. Beaver is here making it all happen, kind of driving this bus. He's going to get you home safely in your driveway in about another hour and 15 minutes from here. So still a ways to go. Thank you for being here. You make the show. Text me on the country, please, in the text line, 885-ESPN, 885-3776. Call me on the Divini phone, 995-1059-601-995-1059. The countdown of 100 teams coming up in just a second, like a minute or two. We got team number 92 today. 92 days away right now from September the 5th, that first full Saturday of college football, September 5th. First up, two things, well, three things. Country pleasing text. True Maroon says you got to try Tom's Fried Pies on Highway 49 in Richland. It already it just sounds good, True Maroon. Thanks for the suggestion. Uh, Gage on the country pleasing text line says, you got to try Shipley's in Greenville. It's different than all the others. And your little brother there, Jared, will get us all set up. I'll go in and see him. I'll be in that area uh, very soon, Gage. Thanks for the suggestion. And we had a question about September the 5th, Saturday, September 5th, opening weekend in college football. Unnamed Texas said, is our opening game with New Mexico still on Thursday night, meaning Mississippi State? I think there's a chance of that, but right now, officially, it's still on Saturday. There's been no official moving of it because you haven't had an announcement of those early game times from ESPN. So, like, if you go to the Hale State website right now, it still says Saturday, September 5th. So it's up in the air. And so until it is officially on Thursday night, we're just going to assume around here 
that it will be on Saturday. Next, Beaver, I think I have maybe some bad news. Um, and, and let me ask you this, Beaver. Are you someone who, if they come up to you and they go, hey, Beaver, I got good news and I got bad news, which one you want first? Which one do you usually go with, good news or bad news first? First, I want to go with the bad news because I want to go uphill okay. from here. Or okay, whatever the saying is, I want it, I want it to go up from here. All right. Nowhere to go but up. So we're going to start with the bad. Well, that's good because, see, that's what we're doing here. I'm going to give you some bad news, and then we'll work our way up from there and get positive as we do the countdown, okay? There is a story, Beaver. This, As of last week, this would not have affected you, I don't think. <laughs> this week it might. A study says bald men are at a greater risk of having serious coronavirus symptoms. It's according to a study. Two studies have found a disproportionately high number of men with male pattern baldness were hospitalized with the potentially deadly disease. Bald men could be at a greater risk of having serious COVID-19 symptoms, according to this study. The lead author of the study is so confident in the data that he is quoted as saying, we really think that baldness is a perfect predictor of severity (laughs) in men. The first study found 71% of the patients examined in Spanish hospitals were bald. Yep. The second study, they did it again. Uh, published in the Journal of the American Academy of Dermatology. 79% of the patients in Madrid hospitals were bald. I, okay, the, I have, I got my hand up, I have male pattern baldness. Beaver, you have a shaved head, but do you have male pattern baldness? I don't. Okay, well then I just did all this stuff erroneously. You're not even you don't even apply. <laughs> well, you're totally fine. <laughs> According to this study. So, it's I don't get I don't get any of that. So, it's okay to have a bald head if it's not male pattern baldness. <laughs> yeah, it means you could grow hair if you wanted to. <laughs> but but a bald head is a anything. A bald head is a bald head. Why does it affect one but not the other? Yeah. Well, I think it's again that whole that word that was hard for me to say the other uh, while ago. Molecularly, mm-hmm. so the male pattern thing—it's like hormonal, like you're maybe missing something that others have. I, heck, man, I don't know. It's just some study on some website, and I was going to say I shouldn't giggle at coronavirus-related stuff. I just I couldn't help that. Here I am assuming you fall under the bald, but you're only bald by choice. You could grow a big old, you know, head of hair if you wanted to. So sorry for scaring you, Beaver, or if it scared you. Thanks a lot. (laughs) All right, uh, let's do it. Here we go. Countdown of 100 teams right now. It's the final countdown. 100 teams. 100 teams. 
92 days away from September the 5th. Now, if everything goes off without a hitch, you'll have a few games before that. But we're counting it down to the first full Saturday of college football season. That's 92 days from right now. And so team number 92 on the countdown is from Conference USA, Louisiana Tech, the Bulldogs from Ruston, Louisiana. Yep. Uh, Head coach Skip Holtz at La Tech going into his eighth year. And he's got a really good record there at La Tech, 56-36 and last year. With J.M.R. Smith as a senior quarterback, they were 10-3 and overall. They were a 10-win team last year at La Tech. And they were 6-2 and in Conference USA. It's a good program. We know that. And this year, if you look at Louisiana Tech, interesting. Okay, so they've had they have um, Southern Miss in week two, and it's in Hattiesburg. You know, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm I'm fairly proficient on um, the the Southern Miss world of athletics and in and in football and. I've always been kind of a Southern Miss fan, pull for him, want to see him do well. Love Hattiesburg, love the people. Uh, no Jay Hobson, personally, really pulling for him, believe in him. A lot of great folks there in that area. Like him. You know, I'm a Mississippi State guy, but I like Southern Miss. You know, if I wasn't a Mississippi State guy, I might be a Southern Miss fan. Like him. And so I say all that to say my perception is that this Southern Miss-Louisiana Tech thing has sort of become – kind of an interconference rivalry. Now, you know, conference games are conference games. But anytime Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss are going to play, I think Southern Miss folks get really excited about it. I think Louisiana Tech folks gets, get excited about it. And it's week two this year. So La Tech, 92 days from now, they're going to start the season at UNLV and then come back the next week, September 12th, and they'll be at Southern Miss in Hattiesburg. They have a couple of interesting games. They will go to Baylor at the end of September for a non-conference game out there. Uh, could be a high-scoring deal. We'll see how the whole replacing quarterback goes for Louisiana Tech. And then the next to the last week of the season, late November, the week before Thanksgiving, uh, November 21st, La Tech goes to Vanderbilt. So Southern Miss in week two, got a Big 12 team in week four. And then have an SEC team on the schedule in week 11 or game 11. Thing is, though, all those three big games, maybe their three biggest games of the year potentially, are all on the road this year for Louisiana Tech. And, you know, I was talking about the early schedule. You look at La Tech, three of their first four games are on the road. I mean, the entire month of September, La Tech plays one game in Ruston. And that's when they host Prairie View in week three. But they go... They open up at UNLV. Week two, they're at USM. Uh, sorry, Southern Miss. Week three, they'll host Prairie View. And then week four, go back to Baylor. So they have a, you know, they don't have a great home schedule. Uh, you look at the month of October, they got some home games uh, in October, three of them, UTEP, Marshall, and UAB. But they start the season on the road. They're basically going to finish the season on the road the entire month of November. November 7th at North, North Texas. November 14th, they'll host Rice, then finish at Vanderbilt and at Florida International. 
Miko on the Country Pleasing text line says, the USM Latte game is much like the old Southern Miss versus Tulane rivalry, not as tense, but it's getting there. And that's the thing, Miko, I kind of sense that also. You know, Every year that that game comes up. Last year, when you had the LaTeX Southern Miss game, I think it was what? It was the same weekend that State was playing LSU and Ole Miss was playing Texas A&M on the same weekend as all that going on. And it was a, there were a lot of talk around the state about how, you know, these teams were playing huge games and that Southern Miss had a rivalry game. I remember people talking about that. So it just, it has always kind of felt that way to me. So team number 92 is Louisiana Tech. We'll have team number 91 later in the show. But today we're 92 days away from September the 5th. Unnamed texter on the text line said, Tato Nut Donuts in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Best donuts in the SEC. Tato, huh? T-A-T-O. I have to try that out. Thanks for the suggestion. All your texts and calls and whatnot, tweets and everything else coming up in hour two. Looking forward to it. We've got a ways to go and a lot of ground to cover. Another hour with you coming up. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. <laughs> 